0: Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I think this is the latest we can say it. Actually, I heard January eighth is like the latest you should say Happy New Year. So we're just See rebels. It. You can say it whenever
1: you want. Don't let anyone tell you, Craniacs. When in September, when, Happy yes. New Year! Yeah, you're either jumping ahead or you're just just joyful of the late season.
0: Also, I feel like there's some archaeology nerd who's like, "Well, actually, in the ancient Mubitkin calendar, the New Year started <laughs> the, the in ancient September."
1: What calendar?
0: But- M- Mubimkin?
1: <laughs> is that real or did you okay <laughs>
0: i made it up but it sounds real <laughs>
1: um how, how have you been i feel like did you go on a big trip
0: um i, I mean i went to washington
1: dc i don't know that that counts as a big trip did you post something from france did i make that no? up about <laughs> you in france for some reason, I thought you posted a picture of the Eiffel Tower. And oh, I was
0: like, oh, 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 oh. I updated my cover photo. That photo is almost five years old. I updated okay. my cover. That's, like, my <laughs> default cover photo. Like, a lot of my cover photos on Facebook are kind of seasonal, and that's just, like, my year-round one. Okay,
1: okay. I was just like, I don't remember saying anything about going to, to Paris, but...
0: But I I appreciate though that I seem like such a spontaneous international traveler that you're like I don't remember her saying anything, but sounds believable. Sure, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I was just like,
0: okay, all right. Yes, all the work into that persona I've put into it's all paid off.
1: (laughs) Um, did you have fun on New Year's Eve?
0: Um, I I had fun in general in DC. This. Um, so in my job I can't take vacation until May um, but I had a lot of time off around Christmas so Mm -hmm. I took advantage of that to go visit all my friends Um, yeah you got
1: off past New Year's Day didn't you yes I did that's nice
0: Um, and there were lots of babies born since I left DC so I had to go introduce them (laughs) to their fun Aunt Laurel question is this circle thing that's like it's a spit guard is that new Uh,
1: I've had it a time or two but it's Mm -hmm. pretty new
0: Okay. I'm it's trying to figure out. The,
1: well, the thing, the biggest problem on, it like helps you from having like the hard P's and uh. T's and things like that. Um, but the hardest thing i found with this is like, and craniacs, if anyone out there knows how to fix this, I'm sure I could Google it and figure it out. Like, I just did it again. Audacity keeps like turning itself up. And so when I'm editing, there's times where I get like real loud and it's just. Especially if I want to turn up other stuff. Some setting in here that I can turn that off. But it keeps going like, you're too quiet. What if I turn you up for your... It's ridiculous, but I don't know. Do you ever have that problem?
0: I can't say I look at Audacity while I'm recording, so... Well, it's
1: just noticeable that it gets louder. And like I said, it just... Because I'll be quiet because I'll sit here and I'll be listening to you. And it goes, oh, he's being very quiet. I must turn it up. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's me listening to Laurel.
0: No, I don't think I have that problem. Um... I don't know what's going on. But us women are used to being, you know, muffled and okay. just. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hello, Seattle.
1: Uh,
0: um, well, um. Oh, sorry. But ha- wait, how were your holidays? Anything- they were all right.
1: Tara got ridiculously sick. So wait, I-,
0: I-, of- I feel like I remember seeing that. What? Is she- I mean, I take it she's okay now.
1: Uh, yes. It was just like a. It was just like it was double ear infection and sinus <gasps> infection all at once, and it just oh. hit her. Oh. On the Monday before Christmas, and she was not, like... She was okay the following weekend, but, like, she wasn't a human again until, like, a week later.
0: Oh, man. That sounds rough. <clears throat> did, 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 did you get her sick? As you were sick right before Christmas.
1: I, you know, I guess I might have, but, like, we... There was a three-week stretch where we did not sleep in the same bed, and we were, like, trying to do everything to try and make sure we didn't get anything. And sinus infections in general aren't supposed to be bad unless... You do something like, I don't know, like, here, eat my tissues or whatever.
0: What you but, do in the privacy of your own home yeah, is your we business. Like, <laughs> we
1: like to play Pac-Man with tissues. I'm like, go, go, Ugh. go. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we, you know, we went to great lengths to try and do that. But I think it was just the conditions were there for both of us to get that.
0: Ugh. Well, I'm sorry. Being, I've been sick at Christmas before, including having the chicken pox. And it's it's always just a bummer
1: uh how was christmas did you get anything cool
0: um well considering every, almost everyone who gave me gifts as a listener i loved all of my presents <laughs> um
1: i was yeah, about to they, say you don't get par- gifts from your parents and i'm like oh yeah your parents are listeners
0: yes um
1: i i think i dropped a comment about having a podcast and my parents acted completely like oblivious to this fact and i'm like good good <laughs> um
0: I, I will say one of the most surprising um and delightful gifts i got was one of my best friends gave me um which i think you may have as well um socks with leo's face on it i think you have mm. a pair of socks with lady's face on it
1: uh i don't think i do but tara was thinking about getting some and i just think she never got around to it
0: um yeah well not only are they amazing comfortable socks but like i just also just like love them so speaking of leo tomorrow is our um Two-year anniversary of being—it's his gotcha day. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna wear them tomorrow.
1: I didn't know his was so close to—I almost said Tara's to ladies.
0: <laughs> Again, what you do in the privacy of your gotcha home? Day.
1: What if I just start calling that? We used to call it, we used to have our day anniversary, but we just start calling it our gotcha
0: day. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. I, Tara recently posted about ladies gotcha day, didn't she?
1: Yes. She also—if you look at her Facebook today, she got she was. We went out to go to a brewery with a friend of ours, and then when she looked on Facebook and like last, like like one year ago, what you were doing, we were at a brewery with Lady and Tara was wearing an identical the identical outfit. Oh my gosh, she's like, that's really funny. Huh. She's like New Year, same me, I guess. <laughs> But.
0: That's uh, that's funny. Yeah. So tomorrow Leo will get um some fancy dog food in the morning, and mm-hmm. then I'm taking him to a new vet, <laughs> and he's getting <laughs> some shots. So. Oh
1: no! What shots is he getting?
0: Um, Lepto and oh okay okay, okay. And is Lady um because this was not a thing in D.C. But I- I've seen a lot of like daycare doggy daycare places in D.C. Mention this the canine flu. Hmm. Some doggy daycares have said like. We like they must be vaccinated against like all the usual things and the canine flu.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a new sounding one to me. I mean, she might have. We, as far as you know, we take her into the the vet every once in a while for like. Well, Tara doesn't like to do her dew claws because she's worried about. Well, she doesn't like to do any of her claws because she's worried about like cutting to the quick and yeah. doing yeah. a lot of bleeding. So we just bring them to our vet and like most of the time I don't I almost don't want to say what vet it is because. I don't want them to have, like, they, they just go in there, like, yeah, that was nothing. Here, that was free. <laughs> Bye. Oh my gosh, that's
0: amazing. Well, because
1: mostly what it is is she keeps these, the four mm. normal, and the dew claws get long. So they just kind of trim the dew claws and she's fine. Or we take her in to get her anal gland expressed, which is the weirdest terminology I've ever heard. Like, getting something expressed to me sounds like Vogue. Like, express oh, yourself.
0: I, I guess I also think about, though, like, like, women and uh, mammals Uh-oh. that nurse, they express milk. Like, that's what it's called when you lactate, is expressing milk.
1: You only do that when you're pregnant, though, right? That's not just something that happens to you all sometimes.
0: Yes, if you were actually, like, if you have a reason to be nursing something. Right, that right, is what, right, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: it's called, like...
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, tomorrow Tara's going to start expressing milk or something. I was like, <laughs> I'm
1: not, like, learning something about women that I just didn't, like, what else? Like, that's what I feel like whenever I learn something <laughs> about women, like, what else?
0: I, I feel like maybe you shouldn't talk to some of my guy friends who are now dads in D.C. because they were just like, we learned a lot. I, <laughs> I have seen things <laughs> yes, that you could only imagine.
1: Um, you know, this is actually a pretty good segue speaking of mothers and uh, in motherhood. Uh, hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm
0: Laurel. of we're, we're the Craniacs. craniacs.
1: And we're going to talk about expressing milk, about uh, other, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Uh, our We got two episodes for you today. We talk, let well, me we actually go back where I explain what we do in this podcast. We talk about Fraser, uh every every so often, and Laurel here is the expert, has seen almost all of Frasier. Uh, I am the noob. Um, speaking of kind of being the newbie, we were at the first uh, bar that we were at, I was just thinking about this and kind of. Frasier is trivia. There was a cheers trivia bar game that we had a lot of fun playing. Oh. And it was, it basically had three types of, like, it had, like, multiple choice cheers trivia. It had true or false random bar facts from Cliff. And then it had, like, fill-in-the-blank norm lines and we could not figure out the the fill-in-the-blank norm lines to save our life like we're like i don't know like like you just have to have this knowledge of them but i was trying to find a a fraser specific one and i found one and i was going to throw it at you real quick
0: Ooh, i'm here for it
1: it's specifically a cheers one so i want you to think about that when i ask this what does fraser's father do for a living
0: Oh, um, wasn't he like a, a, a rocket scientist or a physicist or something? Yes,
1: yes. Then they bring it back in the show, and he says that. Yes, it was. It was, I, it was multiple choice, but you didn't even need it. It is he is a scientist.
0: Oh, oh, there we go. Um, you know, I'm just uh, yeah, <laughs> just all knowing.
1: It, it was pretty crazy, but um, I was trying to find more Fraser stuff, but then we just kind of got talking, and I forgot about it. But it's a cool little bar game. If anybody else sees it out there, but anyway. Um, yeah, so let's talk about our episodes today.
0: Yeah, I have got um, not the Netflix synopsis since... I'm sorry, Craniacs. this is the first episode we're recording since it was pulled oh from Netflix. God,
1: let's talk about that for a sec. We're getting Frasier with commercials.
0: Oh, so I have Hulu Plus, so I don't have commercials. Oh, okay. So,
1: so I need to yell at my person who we're stealing Hulu from.
0: Then uh, this, uh, this is where I feel like if this was on Twitter, you would insert that GIF of Spongebob. Driving the fancy car Wearing a tuxedo Like (laughs) There's Laurel With her Hulu Plus Um, But I have the Hulu synopsis So let's see if they do A better job than Netflix Mm. First up is Season 5 episode 4 The Kid Frasier is stunned When he learns The true identity Of the man Who is the father Of Roz's baby
1: It's pretty That's pretty good
0: I'd say it's very basic But yeah It's the gist of
1: It's not much different from the one I've got for IMDb, which is learning she is pregnant. Roz breaks the news to the baby's father, a twenty-year-old waiter at Cafe Nervosa. Oh. I think I like this one better because it's kind of putting the the action behind Roz, and yours is more like how does this affect Fraser? Yes. Which I mean, I guess the show is called Fraser, Fraser but I don't know. There's a lot of interesting kind of feminist study in this episode. Yes,
0: I uh, wrote down at the very end what a powerful episode. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean for a 1997 I believe episode, th- uh, there was some stuff in here. Yeah, maybe. I I'm haven't. assuming it's 1997 because of something we learn in the next episode, and we'll okay. get to that in a sec. Okay. Um, I thought it was it, it, it's interesting because it did it did that thing it does with big issues sometimes on Frasier where like they uh it's basically like they br- when they're all sitting together, they bring up a topic and then there's this like round robin um, Of like What do you think about it Martin Well this and what do you mm-hmm. think now Well I think this And it's like everybody takes a different stance It's You're never going to hear like I agree with you Because they want to like cover everything And that felt a little forced But it was also kind of interesting I guess how it ended up Because there was stuff in that Like Martin was a real Jerk in the way he was kind of Covering stuff at first
0: Yeah he they made him a little Too much of the like old-fashioned values person Mm -hmm. that i feel like especially being a police officer i I don't know i just feel like he would have like seen some things and they obviously knows Roz well enough to maybe be like Roz is not somebody who needs to go and get you know married really quick to
1: yeah i don't know over It, it yeah it didn't it didn't i don't know if it really fit his character but it definitely i didn't like it um, I, I, It was definitely kind of It felt a little out of left field I mean his first Like when he told the joke About like Oh back in my day We used to just have to Send them off to a relative And say they were on vacation And bring them back And raise them as a sister We had yes. morals And I was like Good lord Like I thought he was Kind of joking about that And then later it was like Oh no You really kind of think that Don't you
0: yeah well I feel like even kind of now as people from that generation like those unwed mothers are you know getting very old now you're hearing about some of the like horrors of like those like homes for unwed mothers and stuff that like people were sent to um like the movie Philomena kind of touches on it a little bit um Hmm. this this also happens in um a later season of Downton Abbey one of the uh one of the sisters um uh, gets pregnant out of wedlock and goes goes away to Europe for nine months to yeah. pra- to practice her French <laughs> and then <laughs> and she, she doesn't come back and they don't raise the baby as a sister like she puts the baby up for adoption so no. uh, that
1: was that was an interesting thing that they were all kind of very much like are you having this baby or not like they didn't flat out make it like a abortion issue but there was at the beginning like Fraser's like are you having this baby
0: yes well so here's a question I had do you think that they mean, are you having an abortion, or are you giving the baby up for adoption? Because I actually really struggled with that, because I was like, it's yes, it's the late 90s. I don't know if NBC, though, at the time would have been okay with you even suggesting that a character have an abortion.
1: Well, I think they did it very um, subtly, but they did definitely say, are you having this baby? And she's like, I'm going to have this baby. Like, I'm not going to keep this baby. It was, I'm going to have this baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I for some reason I thought at some point she was like, "I'm keeping the baby. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I am going to be i am going to can not wait to be a mom or something like that." But yeah, I don't. Someone who's watched it more. Re- I watched it yesterday, so someone's watched it more recently. I, can,
1: you know, well, me, us. I watched it this morning. Oh. I think that's what they said. I'd, I'd have to double check, but yeah. Um. Do you like? I thought it was interesting. Like they kind of the way people thought about the single motherhood and how you know it was obviously like like martin seemed a little kind of iffy about it and it was just i i I don't know i liked Roz's stance on it i liked her being very much like that guy the 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 kid it's funny because i'm now realizing is the kid in reference to the kid she's going to have or the father of her child
0: maybe maybe it's both
1: yeah i was because
0: it's both
1: i was about to refer to him as the kid who was the father and then i realized oh maybe that's what they're saying with the title but i liked when he came back and he was like Trying to propose to her, and she was very much like, "No, we're not doing this." You know, she was. She seemed to have a very like. This is her hardest thing was telling him about it and ruining his life, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like that was what she seemed most worried about. Yes. Does Does this dude ever show up anymore? Or
0: I don't. I don't really want to w- want to answer that question.
1: We'll see. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. But. I, I just thought that the, and it, 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 this makes sense given the characters. But it was such an interesting mix of old-fashioned responses and refreshingly modern. And I was structuring this whole episode about honestly what a good friend Fraser is to Roz. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously they've been friends now for like five years, and like they're very close and everything. But you know, when when he sees that she's told, Rick is that the is that the father's name?
1: I'll double check, but I, it sounds right.
0: When when he sees that she's told Rick and that, like, she's obviously, like, kind of upset and that he's just, like, you know, fled the coffee shop and everything. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to take you to dinner tonight. I just feel like Frazier is, like, a, a friend who's there when the times are good or the times are bad. I, I was very struck by that in this episode, by how, like, just how solid their friendship is. It's not really just a plot device. They're, like, actually friends, so... It is this, a plot device, but...
1: <laughs> right. These two episodes were a lot of Frazier being, like, a good guy at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Rick. It is played by an actor named Todd Babcock. And it's funny, because when you click on his photo, he is stark, just silver fox, just white. <laughs> like Ooh. After being kind of the young guy in, in the episode. I, I like the part where he made a comment about, my mom had me when... She was 17, and Ross is like, your mom is 37?
0: Yeah, because is Ross like, what, 35, 36 in this? Because uh, early on, isn't she like 33 or 34?
1: I'm not exactly sure. I can try and look up her exact age. I, I want to say
0: she's like, I think we can say she's mid-30s.
1: Yeah, she's definitely, yeah, or or maybe a little bit late, but...
0: Uh, I th- I also think it's funny that <laughs> she was like, I know, you know, being seven years older than him, I was like, he believed you were seven years older than him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as somebody who is closer to Roz's age than Rick's age, uh well, I don't know. Actually, I'm told I can pass for late 20s. So maybe maybe I should go out there looking for those young, <laughs> not not legal drinking age kids. I can't even say that. I can't even finish that sentence.
1: <laughs> 36, I think, is how old she's supposed to, okay. or at least how old she was when this was being filmed. Okay, well... I get told sometimes people when I tell them how old I am, they seem shocked. I don't know if it's because, like, you've made it this far. Or, like, I'm not exactly sure what to, what to take from that.
0: A question. Are these people who are our age or older or younger?
1: Uh, Typically younger, so that's probably oh. part of it.
0: Oh, well, that's, well, that's also because you mean they're surprised that you're as old as you are? They think you're younger?
1: What I'm saying is I think it's less of a, oh, you look so young, and more of a, like, you act like a child, <laughs> How are you? Almost (laughs) forty.
0: I have to say, when people who are younger than me think I'm closer to age, closer in age to them, or they're surprised at my age and the age difference, I am flattered because I feel like they are people who know what peers look like. Whereas somebody who's thirty years older than me who's surprised by my age, I don't feel like they have a good grasp of how old somebody in their
1: that's that's an older person going like, you all look young to me. I don't know. You could be eight. You could be forty (laughs) five. I don't know.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, I don't know who
1: this character is. I
0: I don't know, but we need to give her a name.
1: (laughs) Mabel. Old old, old Lady Mabel. I
0: was about to say Mildred. (laughs) Mabel's kind of coming back in as a name, so.
1: Oh. A lot of Um, old-fashioned
0: names are, but not Mildred. Um, a few other things about this episode. I love Roz pranking Bulldog at the very beginning. Yes. I forgot
1: to write that down, but that was so good.
0: Oh, my gosh. I also just love that, like, here Roz is less than 24 hours into knowing she's pregnant and going to be a single mom and still has, like, the wherewithal to pull that prank on him. Yes.
1: It was so good. And he was so, like, just, you just see, like, the color rush from his yes. face. Yes. There was some good Bulldog stuff. I think there was a a, a later when he was talking about what it's like to have a baby. And Roz was like, isn't that just Bulldog?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I thought, another thing where I thought Frazier was a really good friend, when Roz was like, when she freaks out over the milk being bad. Mm -hmm. um, And I thought that was very real and very raw. And I really was, like, touched by it. Um, But I also thought, like, Fraser. Her usual... Like, wasn't his usual know-it-all self. It wasn't like, well, of course, Roz. Everyone knows babies can't have milk to their year-old. Instead, he was like, yeah, we learned this when I had Patrick. Like, so much of this you just learn along the way.
1: But then I, like... She had a really good point of what she was upset with. She goes, but you only have to learn half of everything... Lilith took care of the booties and the this and he goes Mm -hmm. you didn't know Lilith very well (laughs) you never met Lilith Lilith,
0: which I was also like Roz has never met Lilith but I guess she hasn't so
1: but I I did think it was good that it was like she like understanding her perspective of what she was afraid of of I don't have anybody to share this with I got to do everything and I got to do it perfect and Fraser like stepping in and being like well I'll help you and which I did have a little bit of a problem with that because it's like if only you cared this much about your own son, who only appears twice a season
0: <laughs> Fraser did his time, okay?
1: Well, between this and the guy in the in the uh, town car in the next episode, I feel like maybe living in a different city than your divorce one of your divorced parents was more of a thing in this time. I mean that's kind of how my mom, her parents were divorced and she came down to Texas in the summers, but otherwise lived in Missouri. I, I just don't, and, and I don't know a ton of divorced people, but I don't know a lot of people who still do that. Like I had a friend who was divorced when I was at Bethesda and his wife moved to his ex-wife moved to Virginia and he like from Maryland. And he was like, well, I got to move to Virginia now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was, I remember being like, well, no, you don't. Cause my grandparents didn't do that. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I, looking back when I was younger and thinking about classmates of mine whose parents were divorced, almost all of them lived a plane ride away from their parents. Huh. Um, like, my, my cousin, um, my, or step-cousin, I guess, um, lived in Maryland and Virginia, and we all lived in Texas. My One of my classmates, her dad, lived in Turkey for a long time. Wow. Another one of my classmates, his dad, lived in Hawaii. Um, so... But I guess I I had, like, one friend whose parents were divorced, and her dad lived local. But so I guess I'm kind of used to, I kind of grew up with that, where it would be like, oh, so-and-so was going to spend half of Christmas break in, you know, Hawaii with his dad, and he would come back with, like, a lay, and...
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I mean, like I said, my mom did that, but I feel like I haven't heard of that as much anymore. But I, I don't know. I could just be. It could just be anecdotal. So.
0: And in the Babysitters Club, Dawn's dad lived in California, and she lived in Connecticut, and Stacy's dad lived <laughs> in New York City.
1: What if I was like right, and I just like knew everything you were talking about immediately?
0: Um,
1: I mean, yeah, not that there'd be anything wrong with it, but it also just—I think it would shock you.
0: I, I do. I. I, I think though when I I was think, more of a
1: Sweet Valley High guy is what
0: oh, I'm saying. Oh, Okay, I mean Boxcar <laughs> Children to each their own. Um, mm, okay. I I also feel like in some of the uh, marriages that I'm like referencing, a lot of the time it was the mother getting sole custodial, sole custody, um, or mm-hmm. like main primary physical custody, and moving to be closer to family. Mm, and that's a that good point. was like, yeah, that was part of like why. Um, why why they ended up moving so far away. But yeah, you're right. Nowadays, a I don't I don't know hardly any divorced people with kids, but the few that I do all live in the same metro
1: area. Right, 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 yeah. Um we're getting some kind of good topics here, but I have I have another kind of question for you. Mm-hmm. Something that kind of kept ha- popping up this episode was the obligation of a single mother to let the the father know. Mhm. Do you have any thoughts on that?
0: Um I, I, yes, I guess I could say I, I have many. Um, when Roz, I feel like the only reason you don't—I thought do you
1: were about them. to tell some like <laughs> you're like. I guess I can't tell that. So about <laughs> uh, a year ago, Ryan, like I'm like whoa, <laughs> like <I> like.
0: <sighs> oh, yes, I'm really trying to get the listenership up for this podcast. Yeah, and <laughs> drop a bombshell. That would be awesome um.
1: if you were like well. Well, at one point I was thinking of having a child and, you know, I was in that situation, right? And one of our <laughs> listeners was the father and I didn't tell him, be like, ah! boom, you know, like something <laughs> like, <that. laughs> <I'd be> like... <laughs> Oh,
0: no, um, no. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. Oh, w- when Roz was like, I'm not sure I'm going to tell him. I feel like the only, the only situations in which that, in which that would be okay. Um, and I've never even had to like talk to friends about this or anything. So this hasn't, you know only one of my friends has had a baby with somebody she wasn't married to and it was her long-term boyfriend. So anyway, um, I, is if, A, you have no way to contact them or Mm -hmm. B, you fear for your safety or like your child's safety. Like, yeah. Like, it was an affair and the person's married and you think the person like, might like, try to like, destroy your reputation or something like that, you know? I
1: I don't know. I feel like even if the dude is just a scumbag, like he sucks and you have it. You know it, it I, I I think there's a lot more dependent on the situation thing I I don't know there's also a part of me that's like if a woman if I, this is this is horrible and I kind of hope my wife skips this part but like if a woman was like Ryan uh, Ryan's the father but I'm just not gonna tell him there's part of me that's like whoo <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay cool that's your chuck your call dodged a bullet you know <laughs> like I don't know um
0: but, but I, I, I think outside of those two scenarios, like you are robbing that man, the opportunity to, I don't want to say do the right thing. Cause that's terrible, but the opportunity to be involved in their child's life.
1: Yeah. I guess
0: that child to have a father.
1: I think I have a lower bar. When you say like, you fear for your safety. I think I have a lower bar for the man sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I don't just mean like, he you know, wears socks with sandals, but you know, like something like more than that, obviously. But like, he's like, I don't know, and he just if he if he hasn't shown in like the nine months that you had a kid that there's any way he wants to be involved, like I can understand you being like, oh, okay, well, he didn't want to see me again, so I I, I don't know, I I as as far as I know, I haven't been in this situation, so I don't know, you know, I don't really worry about it. Don't cover your mouth laughing. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: anyway uh
1: i was just wondering i thought that was an interesting thing because it felt like fraser's like you have to tell him and there was a little bit of it like hey fraser like back off like there's a, i felt a little bit there, not too much but
0: right and i i agree that fraser was just a little too like prescriptive like this mm-hmm. is what you have to do but i, I think there's very mm-hmm. few scenarios where you don't tell them at all again but there are scenarios where you don't tell them so yeah um yeah um uh, I do have a few other things in this, in this episode um, to okay. talk about. First of all, how does Niles not have a hangover? If this is the day after the Halloween party oh, and right, he was right. passed out drunk. <laughs> I was like, it he, is, looks, it, he looks remarkably bright-eyed and bushy-tailed.
1: Well, here's the other thing. It was on a weekday?
0: I had that question, too. I was like, everyone went to work after that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just realized that. Because I don't think Fraser's on on the weekends.
0: No, no. Um... Uh, Second, Secondly, uh, when Martin refers to uh, some idiot in the men's room went and corrected all the grammar with a red pen.
1: That was very funny. <laughs> uh,
0: so at a bar in D.C., uh, there was a political debate happening on one of the bathroom stall walls where somebody wrote, like, uh, something kind of rather libertarian on the wall. I don't remember what it was. I have a picture of it somewhere on my phone in, like, the archives. It was, like, uh, I guess I, I don't remember. Something about, like, how we, we don't need... Politicians, or whatever, and somebody else like followed up with, like, well, actually, here's why. And I was like, Only in DC (laughs) DC would you have political debate on a bathroom stall wall.
1: Um, I have a couple notes too. It's mostly just my version of LOLs, if you want. Oh,
0: yes, please.
1: I like the bit where uh, um, Roz was saying he took it very well, he moved to Cairo, (laughs) and I was like, Where would he have moved if? If he had taken it badly or whatever. <laughs> yes. I wrote that down incorrectly, but yes, that was funny. And then another thing I really enjoyed was at the end where she's like, I told you to leave. And Fraser's like, but I just got here. <laughs> it was such a Frasier delivery of that. Mm-hmm. It was like the most... I almost want to start saying like the most Frasier line in every episode, the one that where he does it in the most Frasier-y voice. Yes. That, but
0: yeah, that was funny.
1: Um, Do you got yeah. anything else?
0: I, I have... This wasn't an LOL. This was just a, like I almost want to, like, needlepoint this on something and attribute it to Roz. <laughs> um, guys, I just mimed needlepointing. Um, or, like, do one of those cool hand lettering things. But when Rick proposes to Roz and he's like, you know, um, I-, I-, I don't have to do this. I could-, I could be this. I could be this. Like, you know, I could, you know, be, be a great father. I could fall in love with you and, like, all these different mm-hmm. things. And Roz says, like, you have all these things you could be. And she says, I am things. I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh, Roz. So great. So confident.
1: That's interesting because I felt that was more of a reassurance to him. Like that she was like, I am. I figured my stuff out. I agree with that. But it was also like, you have your whole life in front of you. and, And I don't think this should take from it.
0: Yes. But I also feel like that was her like just saying like, I'm already like I'm an established person. Like you're still mm-hmm. a work in progress, and I'm an established person. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think uh, I was just. I mean, it might be that you are a woman and I'm a man, and we both went. Ha! I took like that side of it, but but I, I that's also, just. How, yeah. I,
0: I, but I, I think I, I can see how you are right as well. I think it's perhaps layers.
1: Yeah, I, I was just feeling very like I very much liked Roz in the whole moment because it was like she was she was thinking of herself obviously, but I felt like she was doing it in a way that was very like. Like I think it was I. Part of it I think there's another version of this where she goes I don't want to take care of a 20 year old kid. Like yeah, I will say this with the confidence of someone who knows his parents don't listen to this. But sometimes I have to realize that my my parents are in a little bit of a state of arrested development because they got married at like 20 and 18.
0: Oh oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> Did you not know that?
0: No no. How Maybe old was, my how old were my parents when they got married? I don't think we've talked about how old our parents are when they got oh, married. Oh
1: no. Um, <laughs> Uh, So sometimes I have to remember, like, I I spent a lot of time before I got married, and a lot of that time there was good parts of it that were, like, figuring out who Ryan was. And then Mm -hmm. some, if I had gotten married when I was, like, you know, 20, oh, I'd still be the person I was when I was 20, and I sucked. (laughs) Like, I was not in. I was, I think I'd just be, like, managing. Like, I'd be, like, that person plus trying to, like, raised i mean the other thing was they got married and then had a kid pretty soon so i think it was i think the it's more of like getting married having a kid that kind of sticks you where you are mm-hmm. and then once you get your head up from that it's like well now i'm it's 18 years later what was i like when i didn't have a kid oh okay i was just slightly out of high school
0: mm-hmm. but well, and and i think it's not to say that you don't grow like in spite of that but i think i think you're you're right it, and i think i read something or heard something recently that like any like sort of like um you often kind of get psychologically and emotionally stuck wherever you had some sort of trauma, and trauma doesn't have to be bad. it's just wherever there's a completely new beginning to where you think of a before and after. Mm-hmm. so like child actors for them, the trauma is when they became super famous right. and yeah. so it's like if you think of a before and an after if you think of any event in those terms, then like that is a trauma that like you know affect impacts you emotionally, right and so like people who suffer. Negative traumas like early on get really like emotionally like stuck like he was at a rest development in that one mm-hmm. spot um,
1: so what I'm hearing from you, laurel, is that my sister was a trauma upon my parents and it really my sister's birth
0: yes, that's a hundred percent what I'm saying to yes him. <laughs> um, um uh I, I should say more it's your. it's your it's your parents' marriage was very traumatic for both of them is what I'm saying
1: yeah, no, I think it was like you, like you said it was a little. They're just kind of stuck in that moment sometimes, and sometimes they have to realize that. Um, enough, enough about my parents in case they do actually listen to this. Uh what Do you? Are you ready to rate? Or you got anything oh, more for this? Yeah,
0: one? let's. Oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought about a rating. Gosh, it's been so long. Yes, let's rate the episode.
1: Um, I think I'm gonna give it. Uh, oh no, wait. The thing I was gonna give it is in the next episode. Never mind. Let me think for a moment. Seven expired milks. I think that's an easy out. But there it is.
0: Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna give it um seven uh, uh bicycles that Rick rode, over mm.
1: the <laughs> from his mom's house. Yeah. Um, I think I walked into this thing wanting to give it six because it. I'll be honest, this was this is not one I would give to someone to go just watch this one, and obviously right. it's because it's a second partner. I thought Halloween or the, yeah, Halloween was better than this one, but I also think. The more we talked about it The more I was like You know what There's some really Some things I really enjoyed About this And I like the character development And I like where this is You know Changing the show In a good way
0: Yeah I think this is A more poignant episode Than Frasier usually serves up um, Yeah And I mean I agree I would not give it to anybody As like a, Hey you just want to watch An episode of Frasier But I do I liked it It was a lot more memorable To me than I Remembered it being So
1: I believe this one Is the 100th episode I may be incorrect Because I, I know the next
0: I think the next one Is the 100th episode
1: uh, there's Well, it might be the weird way that Wikipedia does um, season five. The weird way Wikipedia does... That's hard to say. The weird way Wikipedia uh, does m- numbering sometimes. Because, yeah, according to this one, this one's the hundredth, oh. according to Wikipedia. And the next one's the hundred and first. Hmm. Although it makes it seems like it makes more sense for that one to be the hundredth. Because the next one we're doing is the one thousandth show. Mm-hmm. Um, it may have just been how they wrote it, and I don't, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you want to read the the Hulu?
0: Um, no, actually, during this interlude, I would like for us to talk about something that you asked that I make sure to remind you to talk about. Oh, so, so folks, well. we are in the week. <laughs> we are a mere five days out from what some are calling the Feast of Megxit, which Megxit. is prince harry and Meghan markle dropping the mic and walking out of the royal family
1: and it's funny because okay so to to back up laurel is much and, and i think we've discussed this on the show so some of you probably know this but laurel is much more of a a royals fan than i am yes and i don't mean the kansas city royals um oh, although no, i don't know
0: no, no definitely not <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like and and i'll be honest like I'm less of how I used to be, where it was like, who cares? Like, now I'm like, if you like them, you like them, whatever. Like, I just don't really care for them because they're not our royals. Mm-hmm. Like, I just was like, whatever. And I got a little more interested with Meghan Markle joining the royal family because it was interesting. It's like, this is, you know, this is a, uh, a, a mixed race person and joining the family and an American. And, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. And someone so was, who,
0: like c- ha- who, like, had her own career and everything. Right, right. Yeah.
1: So I just got, I was just... You know, every once in a while on Twitter, I go to, like, what are the big trending things? And one of them was about Meghan and which one she married to, Harry? Harry! I don't... What's the other one's name?
0: William!
1: Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. I don't really care about Who's this. William married to? Uh, The other lady.
0: Good lord. Kate Middleton. What's
1: it? Yeah, that one. Kate. I get Kate Middleton and Kate Upton mixed up. So... <laughs> So I started reading this thing about Meghan Markle and then it was like them stepping away. And I was like, oh, cool, you know, because I know she'd done that interview recently about kind of having, you know, some mental health issues with all the stuff that was going on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's very cool. And then I I saw something that said Megxit. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And I clicked on it. And that was a bad choice. And I found myself getting very mad at at people I didn't know about a subject I didn't think I cared about. (laughs) And it was just everyone being like, there were things where it was like we paid for their wedding, and there's a lot of like financial stuff where they're like we paid for this and this. Which to me, it's like maybe you shouldn't pay for all that stuff. Like we should talk about like distancing the finances of the royal family away from the actual finances of the com- of of the of the country. And I was just but. There were just so many rude people. But it was also really weird because it was like in that kind of British way where it was very polite. It was like, oh, well, here's what. I could, I could like. Obviously, it was tweets, so it didn't say that. But in my mind, it was like, oh, well, I here's the terrible thing I think about this person. But I'm going to say it in a very polite manner. And I was just like, it just made me mad how mean they were to her. Like, give it. Uh, she wants to walk away. Oh, I remember the thing I saw that Madame Tussauds in London, like, took away their. Wax statues That next day
0: All they did was Move them further away From the royal family Also Madame Tussauds Is just looking for A media hit Right And that's
1: what I was Kind of like Upset about Because it was They took a picture With it and they're like Well I guess this is What she wanted And I was like Who runs this site Like this is some Just petty person Again Getting way too angry About this But I was just like
0: I mean I don't know If you're ready for the floodgates That you're about to open But Or that you just opened Um
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm not following the hashtag I, I, or anything. I, Oh,
0: no. I'm saying the ones I'm about to unleash because I have, Uh-oh. obviously, a lot of thoughts. Um, A, I feel like the tweets you saw are just, like, the tip of the iceberg as to what media, like, smear campaigns she has gone through over in U- the UK. Like, I Ooh. thought I had a decent idea as to what they were. And apparently I just have no idea as to how terrible the tabloids in the UK have been to her. Um, And, and so when I was in London in October... I like read the Daily Mail every day because um, it got delivered to our hotel room. And I was like, great. And I was like flipping pages and reading everything. Never a mention of her, like literally nothing. So I was mm. like, ah, it's all blown over. And apparently like, that's just naive Laurel thinking that. Um, secondarily, I would like to remind the British people how much money the royal family brings in to the UK.
1: I, I know we have a lot of British listeners over there, so if you could yes. all could just take the crumpet out of your mouth for a half a second. <laughs> yeah, take the crumpet out of your ears. Turn off listen. the Monty Python you're always watching and just listen with your whole attention to I mean, the people who saved you in <laughs> WW2. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs>
0: just went, to, went further than I was expecting. Um, I mean, they estimate that... Roughly $18 billion of tourism can be connected. Accredited directly. In in, in some way due to the royal family. Um, Mm. And I mean, think about like how many people went over there for like Will and Kate's wedding and everything. So there's all of that. If people are all like, taxpayers money paid for this. Okay. Do away with the sovereign grant then, which is what they do. It's the money that the royals get. So if you're a member of the royal family, you are not allowed to hold the job. You are not like, let's say, you were like, I would like to design video games. And you're a member of the royal family? Sorry, that's not your job. You don't have a for job. For the
1: record, if I was part of the royal family, the whole, like, he wants to get a job thing wouldn't be an issue <laughs> whatsoever.
0: But, like, let's say you're like, uh, I don't, like, for example, Princess Anne is, like, an, an accomplished equestrian. She cannot, like, be an accomplished equestrian, like, as her, like, livelihood and, like, work with horses. She has Who's to-
1: Princess Anne?
0: Prince Charles's sister, Queen Elizabeth's oldest daughter. Okay. Queen, Queen Elizabeth has four children.
1: Oh, who's the fourth?
0: Oh good. Do you know who the third is?
1: Yeah, Anne. Anne, Harry.
0: Harry the- is the Queen's grandson.
1: Well, Who married Kate Upton?
0: William, Charles's other son, Harry's brother.
1: So Okay. Oh no, the Queen's, yeah, the because the, the Queen's been there a long time. Okay.
0: Yes, that's why. Yes.
1: Okay. Now I I'm getting it. Sorry. I don't know. They haven't gotten to this season on The Crown yet.
0: But she has four kids right now on The Crown.
1: Yeah, but, like, I haven't watched the newest. When I see them, they're just, like, these four extras that run through, and there's the one that, like, is a wuss or something.
0: That's Prince Charles. Um, Yes.
1: Charles is the one who marries Diana. Diana and then...
0: They, and then they have two kids, William yes. and Harry. William's married to Kate Middleton. Harry's married to Meghan Markle. That's
1: another thing I heard on this. And we really need to get out of this rabbit hole. But there was some stuff where they're like, well, don't worry. They'll just take care of her in a tunnel like they did die. And I was like, holy mother. It's,
0: yeah, it's like, again, we have no idea how bad it is over there. So, yeah. but when they're like, oh, they're paying for all with taxpayers' money. The reason that the royals get the sovereign grant is because they're not allowed to work. Their only job is like, Philanthropy, opening hospitals, diplomatic things, and they have to k- keep up all these mansions and pay for their security detail and everything. That mm-hmm. is why they get the sovereign grant. Okay, lower the sovereign grant. Do away with the sovereign grant. Let them go and earn their own money. Mm-hmm. Quit your belly aching.
1: <laughs> I love that we're yelling at tweets on our podcast that weren't directed to us in any way, shape, or form. Speaking real quick of... of, of, of- british tara has discovered the great british bake-off and that's become a staple in this household
0: oh i i'm surprised she just now discovered it i feel like there was oh. a lot of ire a few years ago when like mary berry left the show
1: yeah i uh, i i think it's one of those things where if you don't know who those people are and people talk about them you don't it's like when uh breaking bad was happening she didn't watch it and people would say spoilers about people but they would just say like oh hank blah 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 and Mm -hmm. she's like i don't know who hank is and now she's like the show's amazing and now she knows who everyone is yes plus i think she she loves mary barry but i think she's slightly in love with paul hollywood
0: oh those names are just made for tv mary Mary, Mary, yeah it
1: sounds very fake but um
0: i love it uh anyway well I I could I I think I may need to start my own podcast about Megxit so um
1: (laughs) that's okay because Tara and I have been talking about starting a podcast
0: oh that's okay I'm so glad I have your permission
1: yeah that's okay Laurel yeah go with my blessing and the blessing of the crown
0: I can go do that oh I don't have the blessing of the crown I can tell you that if you want
1: to step away from this podcast you must ask us first (laughs) the the royal we um it's like she was here uh,
0: side note one of my favorite books about the royal family is called the Royal We and uh, oh, yeah. I highly recommend it highly it's one of my favorite books of the last 10 years anyway that's an aside it's 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 basically Kate and will fanfic but also it gives you an idea as to what it's like <laughs> to actually marry into the royal family and it's phenomenal anyway mm. uh, what are you we're gonna start a podcast about
1: we were thinking about uh so. We might edit this part out because we're still thinking about it. We're thinking about calling it Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. And we're going to watch all the uh, hand animated uh, Disney movies on Disney Plus and discuss them.
0: Oh, that's a really good idea.
1: And do like, I was shocked that no one's done this, but do like, you know, a breakdown of like the villain, the love interest, the this, the this, and kind of have these things.
0: Wait, you say no one's done this. I,
1: I, I was shocked that I hadn't seen it before. Okay. I did take a quick No, there is a search. Disney
0: podcast uh, that I listened to a few years ago um, about the Disney princesses. I'd have to find it. Um, but what it does is it looks... It, it, it more It doesn't sound like What you want Like for Pocahontas It actually looked at like What was the history What was the real history Of Pocahontas And what liberties mm-hmm. Did Disney take For Sleeping Beauty It looked back at All the Sleeping Beauty Versions like The original Like Hans Christian Anderson And like the Briar Rose Tales And all of those To figure out like What changes Disney made So it's slightly different mm-hmm. So that was I'd have to dig it up though I haven't listened to it In years
1: Right But I think we're gonna Watch them and then maybe Try and have people on So if you Come on and watch A Disney movie with us
0: I don't know Y'all live really far away be oh, really for God's be sake. really inconvenient for me to get to you this is sarcasm no, <laughs> this is sarcasm um
1: you just give it another year of living here and you'll actually think that
0: I mean I kind of do already think it whenever wait hang on okay oh no no I thought Audacity had frozen but it hadn't um, okay whenever I am on 35 usually driving back from Dallas and I pass the exits for Cedar Park and I still have like 45 minutes yep. while I'm home I am like y'all live so far away yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I'm like um, that
0: y'all go out in Austin as much as you do for people who live. I mean, I, could say, I feel like a lot of people live in suburbs. Yeah, we're don't.
1: really cool, Laurel. I didn't know if you knew that, but we're some of your coolest friends. <laughs> the podcast can't see your face, Laurel. You're going to have to describe okay. the face you're making.
0: It, it was a face one might make when, like, I don't know, you're, like, a, a, at a seafood restaurant in Kansas City, and they offer you fresh oysters, so... <laughs>
1: That was so specific. Okay, <laughs> let's let's barrel through this last one. We've kind of gone long on this one. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: okay, so the the Hulu synopsis for uh, the episode 5 the 1000th show, Niles's envy and a series of mishaps may prevent Fraser from attending the festivities honoring him for his 1000th radio show.
1: Okay, mine is a super fat one. It's as art imitates life in the 100 Oh, so this says it's the 100th episode. Okay. Wikipedia is wrong. As art imitates life in the 100th episode of Frasier, Dr. Frasier Crane, Kelsey Grammer, realizes his landmark 1,000th show is two weeks away. That's who plays
0: Frasier. I
1: knew it. And convinces the station to organize a celebration for the momentous occasion of Seattle Space Needle. Niles, David Hyde Pierce, Ah. fed up with all of the hoopla and feeling jealous of his older brother, is immediately contrite when it looks like the two siblings may not make it to the festival festivities on time. Meanwhile, Roz, oh. Perry Gilpin, is slowly becoming accustomed to her impending motherhood. That is the long, like, <laughs> that's also, too long.
0: I feel like that Roz part is, I guess, yeah, maybe like a few lines. One scene. Yeah, yeah it's the scene with
1: her in Bulldog, and Bulldog. kind of.
0: Um, so, uh, confession, I was really bored by this episode.
1: There were parts that I definitely kind of checked out. I ended up liking the end, Yes. Um. I here's. I will tell you one very specific uh, note I have that is mostly due to the Hulu version. I'm hungry for Olive Garden because there were three Olive Garden commercials <laughs> on my Hulu that I was like, "Oh, that looks good." But yeah, this one. Uh, There's a couple things I thought. Like all, everything I kind of noticed about this one were like stupid. Like when they started filming outside, I remember getting kind of. When, when they're walking and it's like a moving... It's not just... It's not a multi-cam situation. It's mm-hmm. one camera mm-hmm. following them as they walk. And then they go to Pike's Market. And I was kind of excited because I like I like Seattle. And I was like, oh, Pike's Market. And then one thing that I did notice, a very specific detail. The uh, waiter at the beginning... Mm-hmm. Who was like getting Niles' order wrong... Yes. Had a thumb ring. Gross, is what I put <laughs>
0: Speaking of rings, Niles is wearing his wedding ring in this episode.
1: Well, he's trying to reconcile with uh, I marriage I guess, to this I mean, point, I right? I guess
0: that's a thing. If you're, like, separated but not divorced, you might still wear your wedding ring. I don't...
1: Yeah, I mean, some of it might be, uh, um, like, just from habit and all that. That's true. That's true. Um, I agree with you. I thought this one was kind of boring. Uh, I like the end where Fraser decided not to go to his thing and ended up just kind of helping the guy in the car. Like I thought that was kind of a sweet moment. Um, other than that, it was kind of like like when Martin started dying because he was reading Fraser's bad script. There was like no punchline to that. It was just oh, I bet what Fraser wrote is bad, and indeed it was. Like there yeah. was no joke to it. Um, it kind of sucked for a hundredth episode.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was really forced, which is funny because I actually remember this episode very fondly and I'm not sure why. Um the only thing I can think of is I get a lot of my Oscar Day jokes from this episode. Like I tell people marry Oscar Day and I ask if they've passed Oscar <laughs> Day Oscar Day carolers. So That stuff was pretty funny. Um I did enjoy that, but um yeah, speaking of the Oscars, Oscar nominations come out tomorrow. Actually, by the time you listen to this, they will have already come out. So, wow, can you believe that movie got nominated? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um.
1: I can't believe... Insert movie name here. Is up for Best Picture.
0: Can you believe it got nominated for Best Actor?
1: <laughs> I'm just going to insert my voice over all of that, even if it's yes. your sins.
0: Um, but... Yeah, so i i i get it. i was like, oh, this is where a lot of my Oscar Day jokes come from. But I do remember really fondly though the the car ride he has at the end and him saying like, actually, you know, like tell me more about your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was just like, oh. Mm.
1: I I don't know if you picked up on this, but for this one, there was a huge shock for me at the end of the episode
0: when he's singing in Seattle with the doo partly
1: or? but do you know what I was like I was like oh there's a real Fraser Crane Day and I realized why we never celebrate it to this day because it's it goes September, September 11th 1997 <laughs> She was like ugh yes I saw that
0: too well and as you pointed out and you know uh, and, and I think I told you right from the beginning like one of the
1: one creators, of the producers on the, yeah yeah my creators passed away This is just so. my I yeah. was just like it was like them singing I'm like oh this is kind of fun it's like September 11th (laughs) and it's funny when that date comes up because you can't just have that date as a subtitle like slowly fade in because for some reason it gives it like a like an ominous like you think it's gonna be like September 11th 1990 you know it's just whatever even though it's a comedy bit like this it was still like Oh, oh, just take a second.
0: Um, one thing, uh, that shows that my psych minor comes in handy. The medical condition or psychiatric condition that Niles uh, is so jazzed to have himself mentioned as somebody mm. who's written a paper on it. Uh, trichotillomania. I was like, wait, I know what that is. Do you know what it is?
1: No, I thought it was the thing you can get from eating raw pork, but that's... That's, that's trichinosis. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: this is um, obsessive hair pulling. And not oh. just not just pulling out hair on your head, but pulling out your eyebrows and your eyelashes. It's an obses- It's a form of a of obsessive moles of OCD.
1: I feel like I used to do that in high school. Yes. And then one day I looked in the mirror, I was like, "Oh, I need to stop doing this" because it so was like
0: I-, I had a coworker who, when she was stressed, would. As she said, pull the mascara off her eyelashes, which Uh-oh. you can't really do. You pull the whole eyelash off. Yeah. So sometimes, was, so she got married while while she was my coworker. And at one point she was like, I have to stop pulling my eyelashes out because like, I I have to have eyelashes for my wedding day. Mm-hmm. We were like, of all the reasons to stop. Yes. That's, if that's the one that gets you to stop, great.
1: I think I did that too. I don't think I ever had a mania, but I think I was just like super bored in high school sometimes. And I was yeah, just like, it is, I think um, it was more like just grabbing the Lucy's is not so much like really plucking them. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I, I'm very lucky in that I have, I don't know why I'm leaning closer to the microphone instead of the camera for you to see my eyebrows, but I have
0: oh, yeah, yeah, caterpillars. Yes. Yeah, so, so your eyebrows are definitely healthy. So Yeah. It took
1: me a while for me to be like, oh, it's just starting to notice. Um Do you want to go ahead and rate this one? Like, I didn't take much time with it, but...
0: Oh, the only only other thing I have is, uh, at the beginning when Niall says, my usual... Have you ever had a usual beverage somewhere? Like... like,
1: No, uh, like, but I... uh, Maybe, but it might be at a brewery where it's, like, that one. Like, I don't think I usually have, like, an order that... Like, a beverage order that has steps or anything.
0: I'm always impressed, like... Amy, my, my college roommate, um, both at the Starbucks by SMU and the Starbucks, um, that she used to go to in Milwaukee would have her drink ready by the time she got to the cash register because she ordered (laughs) this and she went in so often and she ordered the exact same thing that like her drink would, or it would at least already be in the process of being made by the time she got to the cash register to pay. So like, I was just like, wow, that is just like, that is like dedication. That's also like consistency.
1: The closest I ever came to that is I had one time in college where I was going to Pete's Piano Bar so often I came in and they stopped the show and went, The Bad 80s Guy is here! And I went, I have to stop coming here for a little while.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Apparently, I got drunk and just just suggested Bad 80s (laughs) songs.
0: Also, that's impressive because Pete's is usually dark and crowded, so I'm impressed they could see you.
1: I think it was also, like, I went every day, like, for, like, two weeks or something, and it was bad. Like, it was enough to, I remember literally when he did that, everyone was like, that's awesome! I'm like, no, I need to, no, this has to stop.
0: (laughs) So, uh, now that I don't live in D.C. anymore, I feel like I can share what my, my Cheers bar was. It's this place called Duffy's, and ended up moving to a different part of D.C., and we all stopped going, because it wasn't convenient for us anymore, but, uh, like, they knew me at Duffy's, I'd walk in, and they would be like, hi, welcome to, oh, hey, Laurel. (laughs) <laughs> and hmm. I would be like, "Yeah," and I ordered this usually the same thing, so that um, it got to the point where if somebody brought it to the table, they didn't even ask whose it was. They'd be like, "We know it's yours." Yeah. Um, and if I'd start to order, they'd be like, "Yeah, we know." Tequila soda. <laughs> Tequila soda with a splash of ginger ale. Got it. Huh. And then, uh, then lots of limes. Lots of try, limes. I have to try that one out. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. It's um, it's sippable. You know, I haven't got. I haven't had it in a long time. Because um, I really don't drink that much anymore. Um, yeah, I, I didn't have a whole lot on this yep. episode.
1: Well, let's rate it. I'll give it uh, four Ooh. fish in the head.
0: Um, I'm going to give it uh, five uh, sprinklings of nutmeg. I'm sorry, mm. sprinklings of cinnamon, nutmeg. Yeah,
1: no, excuse me, it's not nutmeg. Why doesn't anyone remember his order? Half-calf, cappuccino. Yes.
0: Okay, guys. Well, if you want to share what your usual drink order is or uh, have some thoughts on this show that we didn't have since we apparently didn't really care for it, you can (laughs) email us at craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S. We are at Craniacs on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We have a Craniacs Facebook group. That is where Ryan and I post links to things we've talked about during the show when we remember. Also where our fellow Craniacs share... Random Fraser things they've seen in pop culture. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Overcast, Spotify. That's it. Oh, I, I thought that you were miming a different one. I was. Like, what I was trying
1: you know this? to. My, I don't know why this was Spotify and this is uh, like I, I think I did this for Stitcher. I,
0: I wasn't even looking when you were doing that though. I just I must looked like, up for Spotify and was like, what is happening? It just um, was and uh, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Four-star and below reviews don't do anything for us. Five-star reviews are where it's at. If you're thinking, you know, I'm going to leave a review, but I don't think I feel the five stars. We got something else we can do with that time. Ryan, tell
1: me what they can do. I know Craniacs is your number one television-based podcast, but if you are looking for a great number two, I don't know. You, we may have spoken about this. Maybe I've forgotten. Have you listened to Office Ladies?
0: No, I've heard wonderful things.
1: It's very good, and I was kind of hesitant about it because I because they went on a very strong media push for it, and I saw them on Ellen doing it. it was It was it was when Ellie Kemper was guest hosting Ellen, mm-hmm. and I started to see it, and they were kind of like, "I don't." Angela is one of my least favorite characters on The Office, mm-hmm. and her, the actress who plays her is one hundred percent. 180 from Mm -hmm. that but sometimes she's also too chipper for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i was like yeah maybe i won't like this i have barreled through all the episodes they do so much work studying like each thing like and they do it in a way that's 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 beyond just what they would know they call people they they go oh we checked in with so-and-so and and they went and you know they basically like like they'll call like not only just John Krasinski or Rain Wilson they have Rain Wilson on I think one of the next episodes Creed Branton's going to be actually in the studio but they uh will call like the props guy the the directors and all that stuff and get just little tidbits of information and they're just very catty to each other and a lot of fun it's it, they have got a very good dynamic It's so, uh, uh,
0: remind me who the hosts are
1: Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey so okay. it's Angela and Pam
0: Okay I, who are um, apparently
1: best friends in the world, like, since about episode four.
0: I really appreciate you reminding me of this because when it first came out, I saw a lot of publicity, like, in my own feed, like, on Instagram and stuff, of friends talking about the Diversity Day episode and saying that it was, like, phenomenal. And I was like, oh, I gotta get into this. And then I just, like, completely forgot about it. So thank you. I'm gonna add it. It's this.
1: really good. It's a lot of fun. And if you haven't watched the show in a while, like, they do a good job. Much better than your number one TV show, to be honest, of like walking you through every step of the episode oh, and reminding you I what happens that. and doing Just that thing.
0: I, um, as we all know, my favorite uh, TV podcast that I am not a host of is the West Wing Weekly. And I like, love Josh Molina and Rishi Hurway so much. Love that show so much. They will skip whole chunks, They they go out of order. Like, it's, and I get it. Like, it's
1: easier to do with a 20 minutes of a television show yeah
0: but there are times when i'm like wait what and i'm like and they'll sometimes not even talk about one of my favorite parts and i'm like so i appreciate that they they're doing a thorough job
1: Uh, yeah check it out and get back to me i'd love to hear your thoughts on it and we'd love to hear your thoughts on it there craniacs but uh until next time uh i'm ryan i'm laurel and we're listening
0: bye y'all Thank you.